All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Corner Store Podcast. That's right. Uh, corner Store. <laughs> just hang out on the corner. You know, you've been in the hood before. You know how that goes. Anyway, it's just me. And I want to crank out an episode. I'm going to crank out an episode. And I want to talk about something that a lot of people probably don't even know about. Right? I want to talk about somebody by the name of Annie Malone. But I'm going to get into that. Annie Malone. You probably never heard that name before. It's a little history lesson for you guys. I read a book. I read a book. And the book was written by somebody named Shomari Willis. Right? Shomari Willis. You already know what type of book this is. First name, Shomari. Let's just be real. This is an African-American book. But it was a good book. And I read it naturally because of uh, obvious reasons. It was called Black Fortunes, the story of the first six African-Americans who escaped slavery and became millionaires. Think about that. That's a powerful book. And all these people in this book, I bet you never heard of. That's the that's the crazy thing about it. That's the crazy thing about the book. When I listened to the book, you know. It was people that you you never knew or you you never you never heard of, but they're there, they're there. These are the things they don't teach you in school. So one of the people I want to talk about is Annie Malone, and it was fascinating to me because you may heard of or not heard of uh, Madam C J Walker. Madam C J Walker was a uh, another African American black lady who uh, she came out with a hair care product. She was known as one of the first black millionaires let that sink in the first black millionaires but what you don't know and i'm not throwing shade because you know you know get that money get that back i don't care if it's 1800s you know what i'm saying so get it but the reason people know her because she wasn't the original person for hair care products for black women let me say that again she wasn't the original person for hair care products for black women. But when you think of one of the first black millionaires, a lot of people, a lot of black people will also say Madam C.J. Walker. But you know why she was that? Well, you know why people remember her? The reason people remember her is because she was one of the few, a few black people back in those days that wasn't afraid to flaunt her wealth. She had the most expensive car. She had the best clothes. She had the nicest jewelry on. She was one of the few people, just few, that wasn't afraid to like be like, yeah, let me stun on these hoes. You know what I'm saying? Let me step on these hoes in the street. But she was one of the few. And a lot of them didn't do that because you can end up either some type of law being created to take the money or the wealth you created. Uh, people back in those days would just flat out put black people in jail. No reason. If you had that much money, you must be doing something illegal. Or in some instances, and I'm not making up, they would just flat out kill that person. Think about that. Kill that person. Because that person made a success of themselves. So a lot of uh, a lot of the ones that you don't, and the reason you really don't hear about them, because they just, just wasn't out there like that. Because they're like, I'm going to keep this on the low. You know, I'm going to keep this on the down low. I'm going to stack this bread, and I'm not going to say too much because, you know, I, I like my life. 
So Annie Malone, we're going to get into that. Annie Malone was one of the first. She Not one of the first. She was the first person, one of the first millionaires to create her own wealth by creating a product for black women. Annie Turnbone was born in Metropolis in Illinois. The daughter of Robert and Isabella Turnbone, who had formerly been enslaved. So her parents were slaves. Think about that. Her parents were slaves? And she goes up to be a millionaire? Mm, that's powerful, man. When her father went off to fight for the Union with the 1st Kentucky Cavalry in the Civil War, Isabella took the couple's children and escaped from Kentucky, a neutral border state that maintained slavery. After traveling down to the Ohio River, she found refugees in Illinois. Annie Turbone was born on a farm in the Metropolis, Massa County, in Illinois, the 10th of 11 children. Orphaned at a young age, she attended public school before moving in 1896 to live with her older sister, Ada Moody in Illinois. There, Tabrone attended high school, taking particular classes in chemistry. However, due to the frequent illness, she was forced to withdraw from class. While out of school, Tabrone grew up fascinated with hair care and hair care products. She often practiced hairdressing with her sister. Just a talent. The expertise in both chemistry and hair care, Tabone began to develop her own hair care products. At the time, many women used goose fat. Dang. Goose fat. All right, I get it. Heavy oils, soap, and baking grease. Uh, that baking grease can work. Ugh. I mean, I, personally, I would like a girl who smells like bacon. <laughs> you putting two... Two of my favorite things together. <laughs> Bacon and women. I don't know. That sounds cool, you know. You know she's thick. She smells like bacon. She's not skinny. So, okay. Bacon grease. The straightened their curls, which damage both the scalp and the hair. Damn. By the beginning of the 1900s, Turbo moved with her older sister, known as, uh, known to, uh, they moved to Brooklyn, Illinois. While experimenting with hair and different hair care products, she developed and manufactured her own line, her own non-damaging hair care strengthener, special oils, hair stimulant products for African-American women. She named her new product Wonderful Hair Grower. To promote her new product, Tabone sold the Wonderful Hair Grower and bottles door-to-door. -door. So she was on the grind. Hair products and her sales began to revolutionize hair care products methods for all African-American women. In 1902, Tabron moved to St. Louis, where she and three employees sold her hair care products door-to-door -door as part of her marketing. She gave away free treatments to attract more customers. Due to the high demand for her products in St. Louis, Tabron opened her first shop in 1902. She also launched a wide advertising campaign in the black press, held news conferences, toured many southern states, and recruited many women who she trained to sell hair hair products. Recruited women to train hair and train them to sell her products. Door to door. Hmm. Hmm. What's that like? Mary Kay. This was Mary Kay before Mary Kay. Everybody know who Mary Kay is, but this, this is the lady. This is the stuff they don't teach you. This is the lady. One of her selling agents, later known as Madam C.J. Walker, this is how you know, operating in St. Louis and later in Denver. 
until a disagreement led Walker to leave the company. Walker allegedly took the original Provo formula and created her own brand of it. Hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not throwing shade, but people need to know the originator. This developed one of the one of the reasons which led to Turnbone to copyright her product under the name Provo. Because of what she called fraudulent intimidation to discourage counterfeit versions, Provo may have received this name from a world devotional society. It may have combined of a married names. Annie Poe and her sister Laura Roberts. Okay, I didn't need to read that sentence right there. I think, you know, whatever. Uh, due to the growth in her business in 1910, Turbo moved to a larger facility on 3100 Pine Street. All right, let's get into her personal life. In 1992, she married Nelson Pope. The couple divorced in 1907. Dang. That's only, what, five years? Okay, all right. She's like the Oprah. She married this dude. Nah, I would have stayed in there, bro. She's a hustler. On April 28, 1914, Annie Turbo married Eugene Malone, a former teacher and religious book salesman. By 1920, Annie Malone had became a multimillionaire. Listen to this bio. By 1920, she was a multimillionaire. In 1920, hustling. In 1924, she paid income tax of nearly $40,000. Government, like, who is this lady? Reporting the highest in Missouri, while extremely wealthy, Malone lived modestly, giving thousands of her dollars to local black YMCAs in the Howard University College of Medicine in Washington, D.C. She became a benefactor for the St. Louis Colored Orphans Home, where she served as president on the board of directors from 1919 to 1943. With the help in 1922, the home bought a facility, which they renamed Annie Malone Drive in her honor. On May 10th, 1957, Annie Malone suffered a stroke and died at Chicago's Provident Hospital. Childless, she had behelped her business and her remaining fortune to her nieces and nephews. At the time of her death, her estate was valued at a hundred thousand. St. Louis has an annual Annie Ballone parade in support of the children charities. That's dope. I didn't know St. Louis was doing it like that. So that's that's dope. But there you go. Annie Malone. Look it up. Just another face, another name in history that did something big, that did something cool. It's another episode of Corner Store Podcast. Thank you guys for coming and listening, and I will catch you on the next one.